Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Brought to you by GhostBed.com. 
Uh, ditch the gas station energy drinks and overpriced coffee. Cardomax Energy Intensifier will give you clean, great tasting, great will give you the clean, great tasting boost your day needs. I clearly need it right now. Owned and operated by former Navy SEAL Sean Matson, Cardomax Energy Intensifier is packed with B3, B6, and B12 vitamins, caffeine, and BCAAs. To keep you dialed in throughout your day, use the promo code Nooners to get 30% off your next four orders at Cardomax.com. That's Cardomax.com. Helping you, Helping achieve, your you max. achieve your max. We're all at max level right now, right? We need to we need to have a little Cardo Max. Um, welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. It's Jesse. You guys know what's up. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, everything's fine. That's it. That's it. That's the show now. Um, so what's up? Uh, we have a special guest with us today, fellow Nooner, uh, host of. What? Don't shake your head. Host of Tailgate Legends and Failure to Stop, um, a Tetherball Academy, um, whatever, colleague. What's up, buddy? Tansy. What's Eric going on? Tansy. I'm so um, nervous. No, you no, you aren't, dude. You're a fucking pro at this point. You can't use that like, I'm so nervous thing anymore because it's like, I get it. It's cute. But you're yeah. a pro now, okay? We're well, done. We're done moment. with this. Yeah. This is RPR. This is different. This I got a haircut. Different. I got Did a haircut you? 25 minutes ago. Really? For this for today's show, yeah. Gosh, I cannot tell. But good for you. Is it just on the sides? I just because you said, keep don't that, make me look like a lesbian. Yeah, you keep that front pretty pretty shaggy, which I like. Very skater yep. chic. So, anyways, mm. we are as you guys can tell from the title, we're gonna. Um, Talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Uh, it says Kyle House, Kyle Rittenhouse trial for dummies because I'm going to be the dummy. You on Failure to Stop did like a three-hour breakdown, so we don't need to do a whole thing. I'm pretty sure everyone is uh, pretty up to speed. They are still doing uh, deliberations right now. I think we both have it on live. You? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Do you think uh, you know, that we we're going to get anything today? No. Uh, if we do, it'll be my, my guess is around three o'clock this afternoon. Okay. So, you know, we're not going to hope. I mean, look, you never know. We could get breaking news on the show, but probably not. I would think they have to deliberate for longer. I guess if it's quick, then we know what the answer is. But um, well, the Chauvin trial, they deliberated very quickly. Exactly. So that, but so. then you knew the outcome because they were so quick, right? So, Pretty standard. If they're very quick, it's going to be guilty. When it's not guilty, they kind of uh, deliberate yeah. for longer. Right? Am I right? Yeah. Am I wrong? I don't know. You're right. You're I just right. Sort of. You know. I just sort of say things sometimes um, without are... really even knowing if it's right. But that's just my whole vibe. You know. I just kind of talk, and then you mm -hmm. guys will let me know if I'm right or wrong. Um, <laughs> but I do want to talk about. Uh, a couple pop culture stuff in the beginning because it is RPR. So we got to at least talk about the things that went on this weekend. Uh, first, um, Britney's free, whatever. Again, we've said on the show, right guys, uh, I feel like you, she's been free a bunch, right? Oh, she's freed. Oh, the trial where she's going to be free. Yeah. Oh, the dad's out The you know, so I think this time, can we be done with it? Yeah. Do you think she's really free? And now it's like the Joker meme here. 
we go. Go, right. Yeah. And I just get yeah. popcorn <clears throat> and I wait, right? I wait I feel to like be her, right. Go ahead. I feel like her freedom is kind of like the ghost bed flash sale. Sure. Like it just keeps going and going and going. She's always free. Exactly. The flash always sale 40%. or like like even the veteran sale. I bet they kept that going. I don't know. <laughs> but like they're very good at being like, oh, this week only, but actually next week too. So right. you're absolutely right. <laughs> and um, I do think, I mean, I've gotten to the point. I was very opinionated in the beginning about it. I'm just like, you guys, she can't be free. I mean, this is crazy. But I've gotten to the point now that uh, her kids are older. You know, she's not really going to be hurting anyone but herself. So have at it, girl. Do you know what I mean? You have the right to go crazy, to do whatever you want, to ruin your life. It was when you had young kids that I'm actually glad there was some conservatorship in place. And I think it went for the right amount of time where her kids, I know they're 16 about, I don't know if they're quite 18. They're old enough to threaten to kill their grandpa. Right. They're old enough to be um, little shits, right? That are like saying their own things, doing their own things. Their mom can't really fuck them up too bad at this point, right? 16, 17, again, they're, they look like grown ass dudes. So it was, it was in place for, I think, a good reason for the kids for a good amount of time now she's free good for her i'm just um i'm here for the show do you know what i mean so please Brittany, right do what only fans what do you think i think she's got to go only fans and here's my question say she does go I, I mean i don't know i know it's gonna be one thing i called it before christmas i said she either does a leak nudie a leak sex tape or an only fans mm-hmm and I told my wife, I said, listen, if she goes OnlyFans and it's a premium subscription, I'm 100% subscribing. Well, here's the what? thing. Here's the I'm thing. It's, to who? It's not, it's not a problem because it's for work. Yeah. Oh, right. Are okay. you saying for Britney? You would subscribe? Yeah, I'm subscribing. To, I'm, if she okay. comes out yeah, with yeah, an OnlyFans, yeah. oh, I am sure. 100% subscribing. For sure. It's like a nostalgic kind of, you know, nostalgic porn is, is a thing. You know what it I is. mean? If there's a sex tape, I'm watching it. If there's nudes, sure. I'm looking at them. For sure. And I, just fair warning, honey, if you're watching this today, yeah. you already know. But luckily, I mean, your wife is just so cool that she's like, all right, you didn't even have to tell me, really. Yeah, I know, right? She's and I'm like, like you want to see it? She's like, no. No, I'm good. Like, I really don't care. You're like, well, I just want to let you know if you're going to get jealous. And she's like, I don't. And you're like, yeah, well, like, do you ever want her to get jealous sometimes? Um... I think sometimes I bait her into getting jealous. I know you like do. I'll That's t- what I'm I'll saying. I'll tell her like some things and like, <laughs> you know what? I, just to show any emotion, really. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what she I want to see. She's very like cool, calm and collected, right? She's you like April to- Ludgate on, uh, on Parks and Rec. She like, is. That's the closest character that I've ever found to her. She is. Yeah. I never mm-hmm. realized that. Yep, she's but like I a think, real life. I think that's why I ask is because you, you'll tell her everything even like we were at a bar and this girl was like hitting on me I didn't do anything and I was like what why but it's probably because yeah. you're like come on yeah. a little spice I went to uh I went to an orgy accidentally um for Halloween <laughs> what yeah this is a real story uh I went to an I went to a, a party and it was like an influencers only party and it had to be an invite and I'm not an influencer but somehow I got intermixed with these folks and got to know them and they actually invited me to a party in they bought a lot no, no, not in Clayton. Okay. But they bought a lot of my rum, and they, they had to take this private Instagram for it, the whole nine yards. 
and I get a, a message on my Instagram about it. And my wife, she sees all my Instagram because she, she's mainly the one that responds to everybody. She calls me and she says, Hey, did you see about this party thing on, are you going to go? And I said, absolutely not. It's Halloween night. It's like, you know, the Friday before Halloween, I got a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, they bought a bunch of your rum. I think you need to go. And I said, yeah, honey, did you, re- did you look at the, did you look at all the posts? This thing looks like it's going to be raunchy, like yeah, raunchy yeah. kind of weird thing. And she's like, babe, it's fine. Like, just go oh, make gosh. face and then get the fuck out. And what, like, what's, what's the problem? And I was like, look, if you're telling me to go to this raunchy party, I'm going to go. But I have a feeling it's going to be more than what you think it is. And she's like, and I think you're overthinking it. So I went. Uh, you had to turn in your phone at the door and sign a waiver, a, a, a non-disclosure form. What? And uh, I get in, and the guy invites me in the kitchen. They had lobster. They had uh, lots Kansas. of like shrimp. This is a all- decadent orgy. Kansas. It was dope. Oh, I'm so, so I'm, nervous. He's yeah. like going to fucking Jake this Paul, This isn't though. some slop fest. Yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> Please. I've and, uh, never had to sign anything when I go to a yeah. party ever. Okay, like go. It was wild. And I'm standing downstairs. This woman comes up, and uh, she's she's completely nude um from the top down Fine. and uh she's got body paint on and she offers me like some of the like cocktail shrimp and uh Oof, I, I took one combo. and she was like where are you? <laughs> she's like where are you from i'm like clayton she's like oh and then she, we started having this whole conversation and all i can think about is like why i can't believe we're just having a normal conversation and you're completely naked right right uh, painted holding I'm, shrimp it's a whole thing i knew my face was like bright red and oh, then uh the guy comes over to me that's running the party he puts his hand on my shoulder and he's like, Hey, I don't want you to be offended, but I'm sure you can probably hear some things. And I was like, yeah, is that, you guys got like a porno going on upstairs or something? Like, is there like a, like a porn going on? He's like, no, there's actually an orgy upstairs. And I was like, Oh, that, that is exactly what that sounds like. And, uh, and he's like, well, I just didn't want you to be offended. I was like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Um, he's like, you're more than welcome to go up there. And I was like, no, I'm fine. I'll stay down here. So you went up there. and, uh, no, I, I stayed down for a little while. I stayed for like 30 minutes. The guy comes over to me and he's like, man, I feel like everything's awkward for you. And I just want to apologize. I probably should have let you know earlier. And I was uh-huh. like, no, I'm fine. I was like, I'm actually just going to finish this beer and get out. And he's like, well, I just brought you another beer. And I was like, oh shit. Was it so opened holding- already? It was already open. Whoopsie you daisy, it. whoopsie daisy. Don't, just don't like, do it. I like his complete disregard for the NDA that he had to sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sign it? Now, look, he's not naming names. He's not saying, yeah. you know, who it was or even where it was. So, no, I'll just, this is all for RPR. I can't yes. No, uh, you're not, you're not naming names. Go ahead. And actually, I did not sign the NDA. I, the guy offered, the guy handed me a piece of paper and, and I uh, gave him my phone. I gave him my keys. I did like the whole jacket, like take my jacket off and I just slide right on by. I never even signed the paper. But um, I know I got inside and then Sloppy. he was like, I had the drink in my hand. And then the guy was like, would your wife be offended if you just went upstairs and took a look? And I was like, ah, to be honest with you, I think my wife would be offended if I didn't. Like if I get, if I went home and I told her this story and then I said, I just left, she would be like, you didn't go upstairs to see it. Yes. He didn't, he doesn't know your wife, right? Right. He doesn't know my wife. He doesn't know your wife. But at the same time, why is, I feel uncomfortable a little bit with this guy really, really wanting you to go up there. He, it sounds like it he's, sounds like he's trying he's to seduce wanting, him. Yeah, exactly. He wanted Tansy yeah. in there. I don't know if that's um, where it's going, but I'm just letting you know that's the uncomfortable he's, he's feeling. Overly friendly, bringing drinks, apologizing. Open. Is everything okay? Oh. Everything okay? <laughs> and look, bro, it's chill. Yeah, you uh, know, like trying to make you real comfortable with it. Go yeah. up or don't. But do you want to? 
Do you know what I mean? Do you want to? And, and I'm glad Why he did because like. stay downstairs? Okay, go You ahead. can only stand downstairs for so long hearing all the ruckus up there and not be like, oh, I'd really like to see. I've never seen an orgy. I'm not even sure that I've watched an orgy porn before. Yeah, um, I don't like. Um, like I always skip over those. I, I've never like zoomed in on one of those. I get so very th- distracted. Yeah, there's too much going on. I like too a, much going a on. focused so, situation. To be there in that moment, I was like, well, I, I think I. I mean, I wanted to to see it. And, and, you know, in my brain, I was thinking, like, maybe, like, three or four people upstairs fucking. Um, and there were some, like, big-name Instagrammers there that I have followed for a while that have, you know, almost a million-plus followers probably on Instagram. So I was already kind of blown away by some of these these ladies. You can tell me. Seeing them in their life, I was, like, starstruck. Yeah. Uh, but I did not think any of them would be involved in an orgy. So I went upstairs, and I, there, it was probably, like, 50 people. And 50? the smell... It was the smell of body odor, sweat, and burnt latex. And I, Why burnt I, latex? It just oh just the, the, the friction, the the the, the rubbers, the friction it just on like the rubber. dirty, nasty condoms. Uh, I was only up there for maybe forty five seconds looking, and I can remember every position and every place that somebody was at in that room. <laughs> it's burning in my brain. But what the smell an was so yeah yeah. The smell was so bad that I actually covered my beer with my hand. So it didn't like my, oh yep yep yep. But I didn't even drink the beer. Like, I was so disgusted by the smell of the orgy that I was like, dude, I'm not drinking this beer. Like, all that. Well, I was going to tell you, there. even before you did that, when the creepy guy that's really, really wanting you to see the orgy brings you an open beer, we don't take it, right? <sighs> right. So I right. was going to already say, don't drink that beer. Uh, you're a grown man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you we can know. get your own. You can open your own beer. We don't need orgy guy to bring us beers, right? We don't. We don't. We got it, bro. Uh, yeah, and I, I got up there. I, I looked around. This girl stands up, uh, completely nude. I don't know what she was doing, but she was on the ground and she stood up mm-hmm. and she said, "Hey, you have your clothes on." I was like, "I do." She's like, "I don't know where my boyfriend is," and I was like, "Ugh." So I walk out. She follows it's longer me longer than forty five seconds, but it's okay. no. I, it was forty five. I walk. You had out. a full conversation she, with someone. She comes out in the hallway and she's like, "Do you know where my boyfriend is?" I was like, "I don't know your boyfriend." And she was like, well, my boyfriend and I came up here together, but I think he's fucking somebody else. And I was like, oh, I'm sure he is, actually. Right. Did you tell her that's how it works? I did. I said, is this okay. your first orgy? And she said, it is. And she's like, will you come in and help me find my boyfriend? I was like, absolutely not. I'm actually late. I have to get home. And, you've, really, um, you've really learned a lot and, uh, because the old Tansy, I think, would have gone in there. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And helped because you are very, that's just you. You're like, ah. All right. You know what I mean? If, I, if I'm going to help, I'll help. And you would be like stepping over the naked people. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And helping. Is there her. a Jonathan in here? Yeah, is, there, yeah. is there a Jonathan? The old Tansy would have done that. So I'm really proud that you yeah. were just like, ma'am, figure your shit out. I've been studying a case where a man tried to go to a different city and help out and it just ended horribly. So I just said, sure. you know I'm not, I'm not going to help out anymore. I'm done with this bullshit. Uh, I got you. I'm out. So I, I left, you. I went downstairs. Um, the dude's wife, Came and she was like, did you go upstairs? Did you see it? And I was like, oh, yep, I did. I, I went up there and I saw it. And she's like, it's a sight to see, isn't it? And I was like, yes, it, it really was. Um, and she's like, don't worry. We have full discretion here. We're not going to say anything to to anyone. Um, and I was like, are you talking like about my wife? Because I, honestly, I went up there just to just to see that for my wife. God, what a shit show. And, this uh, sounds like an absolute fucking nightmare. It was, it was, so I got home and my wife's already asleep. 
And I woke up. I was like, you got to wake up. You got to wake up. And she was like, what? And I was like, it was a fucking orgy. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I know we were kidding. And I know we were joking, sending texts back and forth about having fun at the orgy, but it was a real life orgy. And it was like 50 people. And she shot up out of bed and she was like, oh my God, are you serious? And then like, we talked for like 30 minutes Then it got to an awkward silence. And she was like, so do you need to have sex before we go to sleep or are you good? And I was like, no, I definitely have to have sex right now. So. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. So yeah, we had sex and went right back to sleep. God. That was my orgy story. You have like the perfect relationship. We were talking about relationships before. It really is just, I mean, you can't stop. It's not too stop. perfect. We have four fucking kids. But that's what I'm saying. You can't stop having kids. You have sex all the time. She's cool as shit. She's telling you to go to orgies. She's all about the business. I will say that. Like yeah. if, if you were yeah. like, if you were like, hey, babe, I've got to have sex with this person just for the, just for the instill. She'd be like, yeah. you got to do it. You gotta go, honey. You gotta. Look, it's I know, for I think the she business. draws her line. I think she would draw the line. Well, see Somewhere. where it's She's at. She's got to. See yeah, where it's I've at. Tried. I've tried. Push it. Just I'm, see. Yeah, I always do. Yeah, the orgy wasn't one. The orgy wasn't a line. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So <laughs> right? keep it going. Anyways, we're gonna we go? talk about. Uh, we need to talk about Tw- Taylor Swift really quick, mm. and then we're gonna get into this Rittenhouse trial. I'm super excited yeah, about you it. just have Tansy tell stories for another two hours. I know, right? God, yeah, he stumbles <laughs> into an orgy. <laughs> yeah, what? But that's this what happens. Life, like, man. I will say, I don't want to keep harping on it, but that's what happens when your partner or whatever is like, go. Yeah. Then you get to, like, do shit and have these crazy stories. Like, yeah, but I think the, the point is, like, I've never fucked up. Like, I've never cheated on her. I've never, like, for sure, I've never but that's done not, anything. Like, that's not I've the never point of doing any of this stuff, right? It's like, I don't want to cheat on anybody either. I just want to go and have some like weird yeah. fun. Yeah, you're right? just for, yeah, yeah. you're just forced gumping it. Yeah. Yeah. I just want, I just to want go. the stories. Yes. Um, but anyway. But I did not know it was gonna be an orgy. Like full on had no idea. Like we joked, but like I didn't think those really happened. I guess that's true, right? Even like swingers, I'll be like, but they're not it's not really a swingers party, right? You know, right. like they're just kind of they're kind of have a weird vibe. They're not really swingers, but they end up being so. Um, anyways, we do need to talk about Taylor Swift really quick. You know, uh, Britney's free. Paris is married. Um, Taylor Swift's Red album came out again. Um, I cannot bring myself to listen to it. A because I do not give a shit, and B I just ca- I just can't. The best way to troll white women now is to just go into a brunch and be like, yo, put on some Taylor Swift scooter tracks only. Scooter tracks only. <laughs> yeah. That would be me because I'm the yeah. anti-feminist, right? So I'm just like, from the beginning of this whole situation, uh, you know, Taylor's uh, library of songs, uh, the Red album or anything before that was on sale. Uh, it happens all the time. It's not something that like, you know, the the patriarchy is doing it's really just something that happens all the time it happened to the beatles exactly it's, like it happens times. all the time in the music industry that's sort of just how it works um you know it's it's old school but it's just what it is and so scooter it was up for sale i think it was like 300 million she had a chance to buy it right Literally. She doesn't talk about that, but she right. had a chance, just like everyone else. This is what it is for sale. Do you want to buy your catalog back? We know you fucking have it. Right. No, she didn't. And by the way, this, again, this happened to the Beatles multiple times. The exact same situation happened between Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. Absolutely. Over the Beatles catalog. Absolutely. Not saying it's right. Just saying it happens. No. And I will say this, too. I think Scooter Braun could have 
put Taylor Swift songs in like shitty ass commercials everywhere if he wanted to. Am I right or wrong? Like he could put it in like an, a herpes commercial. 100%. Shake it off, Never itch it off. Never getting back together. Something, yeah. right? We, yeah. Something like that. Or the new HIV pill or something. Yeah. And he could have put it Burger King, McDonald's. Like he literally could have sold it everywhere. He did not. But I think he's making a good amount. Just Yeah. <laughs> I think he's fine. Um, but anyway, so she did not buy it back. She decided to mobilize her army, which is impressive at best, right? The Swifties. Yeah, they're everywhere. My wife they're, is a Swifty. She is? For sure. But she's not on social media, really. So. No, she's not like she's, she's not like getting mad at Miles Teller because he's not vaccinated, right? No, 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 no. No, she's not one of those. No, she's not the hardcore. She likes Taylor Swift. Look, and if you have ears, you know, there's got to be one song that you kind of like. Just be honest. I know Dan's going to say no, but deep down I know there's... No, no, there's... Thank you. There's a song. There's a song, right? Yeah. There's a few. He's feeling 22. Oh, yes. He loves to it's feel 22. One. It's, not <laughs> it's not that one. But anyway, so. I bet it's from the album 1989. Oh. That was her best album. That is. Yeah. He's, that is her best he album. says yes. Tansy. Psychic Tansy strikes again. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, so then she came out with. Um, oh, she, she mobilized them just like the patriarchy is keeping me down. They stole my songs. They stole my album. And people that don't understand the industry are like, oh, my God, how can this happen? And so she really worked it um, as she always has, even with the Kanye thing. She's a snake in the grass. She's a businesswoman. She's a stone cold bitch. And that's the way that's the reason she is where she is along with her talent. Right. It just it's not just like. Oh my gosh, you guys. I mean, she's on her way to being, you don't get that rich without being that way. Thank you. Any, it's any with rich person. Anything. Like, you th- don't, don't like on the one hand think like Elon Musk is rad and then be mad at Taylor Swift for absolutely right being a fucking snake, too. It's look, we all want money, right? right. There's certain things we have to choose not to do, <laughs> right? If we wanted to, we could maybe have a bunch of money, but we're not going to do it. Unless the opportunity really presents itself. And then our conscious will have to, you know what I mean? But anyway, Mm -hmm. so she is where she is. She has the money that she has. She has everything that she has because she has curated her entire life, business, everything. Um, And so she put out this album. I think the main thing that's coming out about it is the Jake Gyllenhaal the Jake Gyllenhaal of it all. Again, I don't really care. It's the same songs that I've heard. I don't need to hear Taylor's new version of them. I don't think. The yeah, only, I'm sure your wife listens. Yeah, well, she's been listening to it nonstop. There's a bunch. There are a bunch of new tracks. Okay, on top of the, the other, it's like stuff that didn't make the album. Sure. It's like double the length of the first red. There's like twice as many songs. Right. And there's some good ones. The ones that I was like, how's this not on the? How'd this not make the album? I'm sure it's but, Taylor Swift. Right. Every song is going to be fucking good. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it is. So that that's not really the issue. The issue is more all the other stuff that comes from it, right? Why are we dunking on Jake Gyllenhaal a decade later? Seriously. And, and Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't give a fuck. He shouldn't. I would hate for him to give a fuck about this. There's no way he does. There's no way he does. So they said, Jake Gyllenhaal steps out. He just went to dinner. Right. Okay? <laughs> he's not stepping out after any, he's like literally just still living his life. And people are like, Jake Gyllenhaal steps out after the Red Album. And he's like, doesn't care. It was 11 years ago. 
Yeah. Okay. It was like Dan was somebody was saying it was like maybe like a week long, maybe a two week long. I think it was almost a year actually. A year. Yeah. I don't think it was that long. It was not. I don't think it hit the full year mark, but I think it was long enough. Wasn't serious to him. It well, wasn't serious to him. Was she was Jake. twenty. Yeah. I think it was probably a lot more serious to her. Did you watch the short film? I mean, Bob, I cannot. I literally cannot bring myself. I know I should. It's ten minutes. Mm-hmm. But I cannot bring myself to do it. So they I just get, don't fucking care. She wrote and directed the short film, and she portrays a fight that her and Jake had at in, a party in the middle of it. Yeah. Okay. And this caused me and my wife to get into a heated debate <laughs> over who so was fun. right. That sounds great. Yeah. Sounds like I love that fight. she's starting fights. Yeah. 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 Because. And it literally, like, I'm going to say exactly what happened, and there's no way a rational person can think that Taylor Swift was in the right. They were at a party with Jake's friends that he hadn't apparently seen in years. This is according to Taylor's version of things. Right. And is it a big party? It's like a dinner party. Okay. And it's like old friends, not super celebrity from what I remember of the actual party. It was just like, yeah, 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 but go ahead. And they were catching up, and essentially she was mad. That she, like, tried to hold his hand, and he was like, oh, yeah, babe, hey, and, like, went back to being, like, big, charming Jake Gyllenhaal. And then she was, so she was just like, you didn't pay enough attention to me. And he was like, I haven't seen these people in fucking yep. years. Why didn't you, you can talk. You yep. say. I've broken up with people for that exact fucking thing. Yeah. The other way, where I'm like, if you don't let me just fucking hang, like, hang out for one, exactly that. If you haven't seen someone in a while or a big group, like, just let me chill for a second. Yeah. And don't. It's like needing to like have your attention at all times. Can't do it. Yeah. I, and then she portrays the argument and I was like, I don't think she meant to write this to make Jake win the argument, but this is like, this guy's 100% winning. right. But he's winning. Yeah. Stop and she was in the Midwest to Texas, Bob. This is a complete like Midwest argument that you're having right now. This, but what did this... she, what did your wife say? She was just like, no. Oh, that he was, that, okay. <laughs> that Jake was being a dick. Yeah. She was like, he's a dick. And I was like, no. From what I hear, he kind of was. But, God, I never even know how those high-powered relationships work anyways. When they're both super busy and everywhere they go, people see them and shit. And so, how often did they actually hang out? Like, don't you think you would have gotten pictures of it every single time? Those seem awesome. Oh, the, exactly. What? But I'm just saying, like, there's not, how do you get super close you know what I mean? You're not really hanging out that much. Correct? I, I mean, he's guess. doing movies. She's yeah, touring. You know, no, like, we're both contributing to the relationship. This is terrible. Look, I see. I mean, I'm hearing a lot of your own shit right there. <laughs> but um, no, I'm just joking. But no, I, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, she could probably chill. I mean, like, does... He, do you know what I mean? It's not a normal relationship where you're spending every second together and then all of a sudden you go to a party and it's like, hey, man, what the fuck, right? Right. It's sort of like what they very sporadically see each other. You would think so. I mean, I don't know how often... You got to think that she was maybe working with him. I'd have to check his IMDb from 10 years ago. I think... Now, listen, at that time, 20, when, when Taylor Swift was 20 years old, she was fucking busy as shit, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. She could barely see him and he's kind of like, okay, like... I make movies every once in a while. I make an independent film. Right. Jake? Yeah. No, Jake makes a lot of movies. When he was 29, mm. he wasn't. So he actually, he's got like, he literally has a gap from 2007 to 2009 where he's not in anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. And he goes on a run. He, he's got 
between 2009 and 2011, he did one, two, three, four movies. Were they independents? Um, oh, I'm sorry. One of these was a, a music video. So he did, he, he, okay, yeah. So no, Brothers was like that stupid movie where him and Tobey Maguire were th- uh, together Ugh. as brothers or whatever. Then the Prince of Persia. So he was doing Prince of Persia while they were dating probably. Mm. So he could have been pretty busy actually with that one. That's a big studio picture. And ripped. I think he was ripped then. Too. Yeah, she got fucking ripped, Jake, for this. He did Source Code. <laughs> source Code and Love and Other Drugs. So actually. Oh. Which is a great movie. Great movie, and then the actress that she's talking about is, is that, Anne Hathaway. Ugh, good Lord. Now, again, do I love the juice? Kind of, but I really, like, cannot care enough. What's your favorite Gyllenhaal movie? We'll start with Tansy. Brokeback um, Mountain. Bubble Boy. <clears throat> Bubble Boy I love, and then the one with Jennifer Aniston. Which one was that? I think it was called, like... They work at like a grocery store. Oh, and she's good like girl. the good, the good girl. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like older and mm-hmm. hooks up with him. I'm a big fan of Nightcrawler. Oh yeah, I was, was going to throw that out there. Yeah, Nightcrawler was good. good. I would say that was the first time where I was like, oh, this guy's good. Before that, I'm like, you're cute, and your sister got you the part, and I'm happy for you, and you're and you're good enough. Oh wait, fucking Donnie Darko. Demolition. I think Ooh, Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko is a good one. You d- really? So overrated. I love Donnie Darko. You just, it's because everybody likes it. It's, that's yeah, why. it's every like high school kid. I'm into film now. Have you seen Donnie Darko? Have you heard of this movie? And it's yeah, just that like. very film school kid. Yeah, it was. It's fucking... but, but look, at that time it was. <laughs> but like, it was good. It's fine. Objectively, you guys go... what? If you don't like it, you can just go suck a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and how would, oh, how does one suck a fuck? <laughs> you know, because you go to orgy parties all the time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you um, saw. I really yeah. like Demolition. I stayed in there for 45 seconds. Demolition, because <laughs> his wife dies, and then he just doesn't care. Shit, yeah. He, look, he does good shit, right? Okja. Southpaw. His, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a good one, too. No, I maybe, mean. Maybe Brokeback is not my favorite. Look, he was, I mean... I mean, his Mysterio in the latest Spider-Man series. He was oh, great. Oh, yeah. And, and he was in End of Watch. Mm-hmm. End of Watch is great. Jarhead. Oh, shit. Great movie. Oh, yeah, Jarhead. Oh, shit. Yeah, Jarhead. End of Watch is a great movie. Jarhead. He was actually jacked, like, for most of that time from 2007 to Prince of Perch. So she got, like, peak Jake. Because you remember Jake fucking in Jarhead at the beginning? Yeah. Gets a yeah. jackhammer. Yeah. But I also think of Taylor Swift <sighs> kind of as, like, an Olivia Munn. Where maybe it's her. We don't know. She can't keep it. She can't keep him. It's definitely her. No. She's completely Olivia Munn. I don't just. Is it bad that I still have hope for Olivia Munn? No, Look, you should. I like Olivia Munn. She's fine. Literally, everyone likes her. Every guy is like, I don't care how crazy she is. I'll fucking take it. <laughs> exactly. Why? Although with Taylor Swift, I don't think it's the same. You know what I mean? I'm mad at what she did to Taylor Lautner, to be honest. Which one? Oh, Taylor Swift? Yeah. Oof. Taylor Lott, I'm, I'm mad at her, too, because that's just, like, predatory. Not in a, like, not in, like, a pedophile way or anything, because sure. they're both of age. Just predatory in that, like, she's too conniving and he's too dumb. It's he's not fair. So it's not oh, fair for yeah. her yeah, no. to be in a relationship with him. Exactly. It's basically like a puppy. Yeah. yeah. Like he just, he, he's like, oh, you, you want me now? Oh, mm-hmm. no more? Okay, I leave. I never, the Taylor Lautner, I never... I think I was too old. That I mean, he was he had to be just like a dildo to her. Right. 
Um, Just a se- a living sex doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he was, like, younger, pretty young, too. Well, he was famous when he was young. He was, like, those so like, spiky-haired they were in, They were in Valentine's Day together. So oh, that's... yeah. He was down for whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, good for her. You know, she's really sticking it to the man. I actually love how quiet Scooter has been through this entire thing. He's just printing money. He's probably making a killing off of people clicking on the wrong album. Thank you. He's (laughs) fine, right? He's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And you can't go against the Swifties, right? So you might as well just hide until it all blows over. After just sitting in his mansion. Sitting in his mansion, counting his money, okay? Scooter's fine. Taylor's fine. Everybody's fine. It's business. And uh, that Stone Cold bitch got her. So good for her. Does she become, like... What is Taylor Swift when she's Britney Spears' age? Um, teaching her cat how to give her CPR. I don't know. No, she's got a guy. She's got a guy for now. She has a guy for now, but I think at a certain point she's going to need a life alert or she needs to teach her cat she's gonna own to, a bunch co- of to dial 911. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, she's going to be fine, though. She's going to have money. She can buy her friends. Um, all right, so... Tansy, sorry. Uh, let's um, let's get into this. Let's get into yeah, this, let's guys. Let's, let's get go. into the Kyle Rittenhouse of it all. Um, so today, uh, we're not going to do a breakdown again. I'm sure everyone by this point yeah, has uh, yeah has caught up. Matter. Right, you're not watching every second of the trial, which I think you watched a lot of it, right? Yeah, like 80%. Okay. I've, had a, I've had an earpiece in, a little Raycon earbud in. And what people don't understand when they watch, like, um, like Law & Order, actual trials are very boring. Yeah. <laughs> lots of, like, semantics, lots of, you know, back and forth, asking the same question over and over. So to listen to it, is, you know, something that kind of we need people like you to do because I cannot <laughs> handle it. I, although I will say the judge is super fun, such a mess. I mean, he's really, he seems well, so nice. He's got a lot of common sense. He's like definitely one of those judges I would love to have gone up on the stand with right. because he doesn't allow, and in this case it's the prosecution, but normally it's kind of the other way around. Uh-huh. I've always thought that trials have been very unfair because of how usually a defense in this case, the prosecution retards the case. Yeah. It makes it so confusing mm-hmm. that the jury's like, I don't, I just, I honestly don't know what the fuck. So guilty. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, this judge is not allowing that to happen. I think that's really cool. Yeah. He is cool. He is very like, um, I, what was he say? He was saying yesterday, just like, I want to make sure that the jury gets entertainment and was like asking them like, <laughs> well, like hey, can they watch movies? Just like making sure, I don't know. He's just so cute. So. Yeah, because like the redundancy. So he asked at the beginning of the trial yesterday before they went into talking to the jury and giving their final closing statements, the judge has to give instruction. And so the judge was like, hey guys, before we do this, before we bring the jury in here, do I need to really, really read? If we all agree here, do I really need to read out each charge and why and how each charge is read? Because they're all the same charge. It's all oh, homicide, God. so it's when all they the same. Were, when they were talking about that yesterday for like two hours, and it was Ugh. sort of just like, it was like listening to Bill Clinton being like, is, if, like, just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's just like, it was what? so bad. Yeah, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, if you've already decided, what they were kind of saying is like, if you've already decided the larger charge, like, let's just not, you don't have to go through all the 
other things, right? Right. And then I think I, I thought, wow, that's a brilliant idea because the justification for that is that the jury, you're going to lose the jury. And he goes into talking about uh, attention spans and, and how long you can hold somebody's attention. Yeah. And you're going to lose them. And, and I'm going to be honest, I was like lost. Ah, Jesus, like three up until lunch. I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. Well, I'm you were still mentally at the orgy, through. right? So it was hard I've, for you. I've to never f- left. Yeah. yeah. So it's hard for you to focus the smell and everything. You I've kept a little it. bit of the smell on your arm. But when um, I close my eyes, I feel like when Rittenhouse was on the stand trying to say what happened that night. Like that's yeah, how I yeah, feel. Yeah. I close my eyes thinking about the orgy. <laughs> and then there was a guy over here and doing something. And then he, yeah, yeah. Um, lots of, uh, lots of comments about the crying episode. Uh, and, Although and, and I thought it was great. I, I think it was, I, I didn't, I didn't take the LeBron approach on that. I mean, I guess it takes one to know one. So if LeBron sees that he's flopping, I mean, he would know best, but, uh, it didn't just, seem to me that he was faking it. I don't think he was faking it. I think it's an emotional situation, whether yeah. whether it was a really dumb I think situation it was that he put himself in, which is like as far as I go with it, right? Which is just like, I'm a mom, so having a 17-year-old in that position, like, it just feels like, God damn it, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, and, do you know what I, I mean? think like for on that one, and a lot of people say that, like what he, should he have been there? I mean, I, I use that argument for all of them. Like, should anybody be there? Um, but the, you have like two idealistic types of people that were in Kenosha that night. And you had these young teenagers, young adults that were super idealistic about social justice and that they're going to change the world through, you know, marching. Right. And, and mm-hmm. that's great. But mm-hmm. then you had this other set of teenagers that were like, idealistic and the fact that they're going to change the world by looting and vandalism and setting shit on fire. And then you've got this one kid who's super idealistic. And he was because he, Kyle went to this little pre EMT cadet thing in high school. He went to, he was a lifeguard. He went to a firefighter Academy for young kids. I mean, this kid's wanted to be in the military. He wants to be a cop. So he has this very pure and good, but far extreme ideals of how to save the world. And then you have, these bad evil people with this ideals of how they're going to change the world. And I think good and evil really met that night. Um, both extremes, right? Uh, Rosenbaum was definitely an extremist. Uh, I think, it, so yeah, it could guys. be good or evil. Or it could just be like really heightened. Just, I mean, exactly that, like really heightened, just anger, adrenaline on anyone's side. Right. Like, yeah. And it I, comes I to a, crescendo in that way but like even when there was like um in the beginning of this when there's like protests out here when I was like first moving out here and we were staying at a hotel and there was like an impetus of like for me and Ross to be like let's go up there and like see but I was also like you never know how quickly things are gonna escalate because yeah. you could hear the craziness like people are someone, fucking fighting someone did get shot and killed in, at Austin protests exactly so it's like yeah there's part of me that's like let's go up there and like see but then if things escalate, you're in it. All right, let's get into some ads really quick, and then we will get into our breakdown. First and foremost, we have ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Ghostbed is the premier bed in a box. If you're not getting your beds delivered to you in a box to your doorstep, really quick shipping, great customer service from Ghostbed, I'm not really sure what you're doing. Are you going to a mattress store and then like having that guy lie to you and then having it deli- I don't I'm not really sure what you're doing, but 
Every mattress at Ghostbed is cooling. They have, they are uh, innovating the mattress pillow game all the time. They always have new mattresses, um, new little fun features. The cooling thing is the most important to me because I'm a sweaty Betty, not to brag. Um, but Ghostbed, you know them, you love them. Come on. Um, Ghostbed, right now, Ghostbed is offering a flash sale of 40% off Ghostbed bundles. So that's a mattress and an adjustable base. Their adjustable base is amazing. It has all the bells and whistles, lights, vibrations, zero gravity, TV mode, you know, uh, ports for your to charge your phone, all kinds of stuff. They're the best. So you can get a mattress and a an adjustable base with 40% off. That's basically one of those things for free. Um, or you can get 30% off anything in the store if you put in Drinking Bros at checkout. Um, so, yes, and that's everything. Anything you want to buy, you're going to get 30% off. And then you can do a pay-as-you-go program, no interest. So you're basically paying like 35 bucks a month um, with no interest until it's paid off. It is a big purchase. So, you know, why not break up those payments? We don't know what's going to happen supply chain we don't know what's going to happen with our jobs whatever so do it do it ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros next up we have one of my faves hello tushy listen um i we're just gonna have we're gonna have a little bit of a poop talk okay I'm I'm sorry I don't love doing it but it happens everybody has at least one hole and everybody's pooping right so I want to give my family and friends something more memorable this holiday season for I just think it's like really gonna make an impact if I give them a hello tushy bidet and we don't need to talk about it. We just, if you know, you know. Hello Tushy bidets um, tick all the boxes. They are eco-friendly. They are, they look sleek. They're easy to install. You don't need any plumbing. I mean, Ross Patterson can do it and did it. It was literally just putting it on your toilet. They ask you for, so you know, you have to put in some kind of measurement and it will put, sit right on top. Looks great, sleek. Um, if you are, and look, you're going to have family come over. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, what's this? And you're like, it's a hello tushy bidet. Oh, you're, you don't have a bidet. And just like be really condescending and be like, how do you get poop off your butt? Like you just wipe it with dry paper. Does that make any sense to you? If you got poop on your hand or something on your hand, what are you washing it off with? You're getting a dry paper towel and just rubbing it in, or are you putting water on it? It all just makes sense, you guys. I don't know um, what you're doing if you don't have a Hello Tushy bidet. So this season, this uh, year, give the gift of a clean bum to yourself or your loved ones this holiday season and get 10% off plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash revolution. Um, and you can tag uh, Hello Tushy on social media. <laughs> So they can celebrate your clean bum. That's hellotushy.com slash revolution for 10% off and free shipping. You won't be disappointed. It's very discreet. It looks really cool and modern. They're like wood with like, uh, mine's wood with like a light green knob. Very cute. Um, it's a very cute poop cleaner. 
I mean, look, just just stop stop doing it the caveman way and get you a hello tushy this holiday season or get grandpa one. Um he he will use it. Uh next up we have Quip. Getquip.com slash nooners. Um so Quip is a uh, electric toothbrush. It's sleek, it's small, it's not like the big kind of bulky uh, electric toothbrush with the base that you have to plug into the side. Like mine is glued onto my, not glued, but they have a little, a tiny little uh, kind of caddy thing that you put on your mirror. So it's very sleek. There's no wires. It's Bluetooth. Um, it's state of the art um, moving into the next, it's the next generation of electric toothbrushes. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths. Timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to give a dentist-recommended two-minute clean, a lightweight and sleek design, like I told you, for adults and kids. Every human in my house has a Quip. Um, Ross has the matte black. I have the rose gold, and the kids have the fun um, colors. And it just makes it fun for them as well because you hook it up to Bluetooth and then you can get rewards and they can see, you know, what they're doing um, is actually, you know, they're getting rewards for it and they are able to um, brush their teeth the recommended amount and they're in a routine. It's like, let's get the quip. Let's see how many points we got. You know, kids need that. And so do adults, to be honest with you. A multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. That's what I have. Reusable handles in a range of sleek metal hues, including bestseller all black and all pink. That's what we have. On top of your brushing, you can upgrade your quip with a new smart motor to track and improve your brushing with the free quip app. That's what we do. Earning rewards and like free... Uh, you can get free refills and products, Target gift cards. You get all kinds of stuff for just brushing your teeth, as well as um, healthy, the most amazing reward of all, a healthy mouth and teeth. So if you go to getquip.com slash nooners right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash nooners, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash nooners. Get quip. The Good Habits Company. You're in it. So, so before I started this trial, I kind of ignored everything because, again, I'm, I'm in the same boat as everybody else. Like, why? Why go to something like this? Mm -hmm. Why put yourself? But once I listened to the trial and I got to hear uh, Rittenhouse take the stand and listen to him about that night, I really started to understand who Rittenhouse was mm -hmm. as a person. And when you see that, I mean, this kid wants to be a hero. He wants to be a lifesaver. And I think it was funny when the prosecutor said, you're a wannabe. Well, I would rather my kid be a wannabe lifesaver and wannabe hero mm -hmm. than a wannabe person that's lighting shit on fire. And, well, those and are throwing... wannabe. Those are wannabe heroes too. Exactly. Right. Those are wannabe heroes too. And so, like, we're shitting on this kid because he's a wannabe, but he's a wannabe for good. Um, but listening to him talk uh, and, and kind of hearing the other witnesses talk about what Rosenbaum, I mean, what Rittenhouse was actually doing for those couple of days that he was in Kenosha. I mean. I honestly think that was he super idealistic and, and grandiose? Sure. But there are a lot of rookies that I trained that have this same mentality that they're going to go mm -hmm. onto the streets of wherever and they're going to change everything. Mm -hmm. They're going to make the world a better place. And you always have to coach them through that. You have to be right. like, eh, well, slow it down, homie. It's not, we're not going to change the world by slamming every crackhead in jail. Um, right. You're just going to have a bunch of pissed off crackheads. And so Rosenbaum 
I mean, Rittenhouse yeah. hadn't had that experience yet. Rittenhouse hasn't had somebody to, to coach him through it. He showed up that night tr- trying. I, I honestly think he was trying to do good, but he was prepared for shit to go south. And and I think when I talk about good versus evil, like this kid was the epitome of kind of good in that whole scenario. Like he was probably the only one that was there for kind of good. And then you had these guys like Rosenbaum who was there just to be a shithead. Well, and I, I think the need- shithead found the... Sure. Well, the the everything, the heightened everything, the adrenaline, everything, the anger, everything found each other, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I will say is, uh, you know, the guy that went on the stand, the Gage guy, the mm-hmm. other, the paramedic. Uh, gross, gross grits. Yeah, the gross paramedic. The gentleman that- who lost his arm. Yes. Yeah. He lost Bicep guy. Uh, he, had, he didn't actually lose his arm, but Rittenhouse shot him in the arm and he took a huge chunk out of his bicep. Yeah, uh, like most yes. of his biceps gone. One of the injured, but he was a, uh, he went out there. He yeah. was an EMT. He was an actual paramedic, right? Yeah. He went out there to help people, um, with, uh, yeah. Who needed medical assistance and did not have a gun, right? No, he no, had a gun. He and had he a gun. And he had a... shot him after he raised the gun at Rittenhouse. And, and, and this guy, I, I mean, I, I, he's, he was there as part of the protest with the rioters. He wasn't there to help. He was definitely an right. instigator in that crowd as well. Right. He did kind of seem like he really cleaned it up for the, for the trial. <laughs> but he didn't take his earrings out. He didn't take his no, neon no, no. green no, fucking no, no. earrings out. But he he could have found some flesh-colored earrings for that trial. He was using some fun was, big words and stuff. I about to say, that. speaking of just all the ways the prosecution fucked up, uh, yeah. letting him leave his weird earrings in for a Kenosha yeah. jury... Yeah. Like, it's just... Oh, why wouldn't you have, like, why wouldn't you, if you've gotten the flesh-colored ones, or ones that match your tie? Like, match your earrings right. to your tie? Like, maybe do a power a tie with right. power earrings? Maybe a haircut? Look, I don't maybe know. Maybe a haircut. But look, yeah, they that, really do all of those things. They and really, he did I mean, they really do... All, they go down to, you know, like, they go down to that. What you're wearing, your haircut, yeah. like, everything. Because it, it all matters, makes I mean, a difference. I mean, that's why they don't allow criminals to come into the courtroom with their dressed out orange for sure know, pinstripe clothing yes, because yes it's going it's, to sway the jury exactly so what did you think of his testimony in general it just oh, like, it was awful awful yeah like that's the one that's like where you coach and 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 i get it because people get really nervous on stand really nervous um right. i've seen people like freeze like where they ask a question and they just stare yeah and then they're like could you repeat that question because they're thinking of what they're going to say sure they don't, or they, they just don't like the don't want to mess up so bad yeah so yeah. bad yeah, and yeah, i yeah. honestly think that he fell into that category like i don't think he heard that question when he said so he came at you and you had your gun out in his face mm-hmm. and he's like that's correct <laughs> everybody's like, like uh, motherfucker yeah that is not what we coached before you went yeah. on stand yeah so i don't think he meant to say it no no he said he a couple times was like yeah but that, I mean, that's up, but... ba- and everybody's like giving shit on the prosecution for that, but that can happen to any defense or any prosecution. You never, that's why it's like when you get a witness, sometimes you might have a really good witness, but you don't want to put them on the stand because they're just too stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you saying that you waited until all the facts of the case, it was interesting that we didn't get, I mean, I just recently, got the full, even before the trial, but just recently got the full spectrum of what that whole situation was. Because before that, as you know, all we were hearing from every news outlet was it was this 
crazy kid that took his gun down there and started cross state lines shooting people right 17 year old Mm -hmm. by himself cross state lines to kill somebody like wanted to kill and whatever so he's part of a militia right um so when you get the full spectrum of it it does change things a little bit it does change things for sure because you're like you were again like you're 17 you know these people, Tansy. Like you were saying, you've trained them. You know these people where they're like, I got it. No training whatsoever, right? But right. he's going to give medical medical assistance. Yeah. What if somebody was really fucking hurt, right? But yeah. whatever. So you're going down there. You're going to protect. You're going to help the police, right? He's giving out water. Yeah. Like you know that person. Where it's like, I he's got a this. Scout. I got this. But he was not prepared. No, he was not prepared for what was going to happen. He's 17. Where's his mother? (laughs) Well, I would say that he was prepared in the fact that when it was time to get to work, he got to work. And I think he did a great job getting to work. I mean, if that was a police officer in that scenario, having the training, to be honest with you. Just as far as like uh, being attacked and like how he was like. Yeah. Yeah. uh, The composure, the the way that he kind of was thinking his way through things. He Mm -hmm. made a phone call. He was about to. He went towards police. He got chased. Yeah. He went towards the police. I mean, the way he shot, and and this is what it is for me, is like when they were talking about being an active shooter and everything, I think once he shot the one guy, picked his gun up, and then everybody saw everybody with their hands up, put the gun down, and then continued to run. I mean, that kind of shows you that this guy's obviously not an active shooter. This guy isn't. I mean, he could have just sprayed bullets everywhere if he was a real piece of shit, but he's not a piece of shit. He wasn't there to kill people. Yeah. 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 Let me be clear. I'm not, it's not that I'm on his side or not on his side. Everyone's like, seems like Jesse's not on his side. I do think he's going to be found not guilty. I do think he's going to be um, pretty rich because of the, the, he's going to become a fucking uh, avatar for a lot of people. You know what I mean? He's just like, I mean, like a symbol for it's so stupid. He's going to make a lot of money like, because of how they painted him in the beginning. So yeah, he'll, he'll think, be fine. He'll be okay. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is I hate that he – I hate that he was, you know – I hate that he was there too. I hate that I, he was there, but at the same time, like, we've all seen the video. Like, well, I don't know maybe, what I would do, but I do know that I wouldn't have gone, and I'm not a hero. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Definitely not. So I would not have gone, but look, you know. I think if you look at the case, like, through, through like, a law perspective and, like, through the courts, uh, the prosecution had a terrible, a terrible, I guess, offense, if you will, um, provocation and that's what they used for this trial was provoking and 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 I think that was a weak stance to put on the fact that they had to change that midway through makes it really bad on the prosecution side and uh but did Rittenhouse have a right to be there and I think what a lot of people don't know and maybe this will teach the media to not get this shit wrong mm-hmm. because the media is looking really stupid right now did he cross the line sure but he lived 20 minutes from Kenosha his grandma lives in Kenosha his father lives in Kenosha he's the lifeguard in Kenosha and he works in Kenosha so it's not like this kid uprooted from New Jersey and went to go get in the shit. Like sure. this kid has tons of ties sure. to Kenosha. Was he in a militia? No, not whatsoever. There's zero evidence of that. Mm-hmm. Is he a white supremacist? No, there's zero evidence of that. And the media put all that out very early. Also, he didn't shoot any black people. He shot white people. I, it would blow your mind how many messages I got after a Rittenhouse breakdown Friday. People said, so where was the black person that he shot? 
Yeah. Because, you know, we heard racism, racism, racism. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This wasn't had anything to do with racism. This had to do. But did Rittenhouse have a right to be there? Yes, he did. Just like you have a right to go there. I have a right to go there. Does he have a right to have a gun while he was there? Yes. And the courts deemed that by dropping that sixth charge. Yeah. Because the law is written. If I take my son hunting and I give him a gun and I put him in a tree stand, he's allowed to have that gun in a tree stand. And he's eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, he was around other adults. It's not our fault that the, the law is not written differently, that an under 18-year-old can't be walking around the street with a gun. Mm-hmm. There's adults with him. The adult that, was, that gave him the gun was present. So he is allowed to be there with a gun. Also, the barrel length of the gun was a big thing too. So he had the right to be there with a gun. He had a right to be there, period. Rosenbaum had the right to be there. And he has the right to self-defense. So if you look at it with all the evidence, he had the rights to do everything that he did. Not that he should have. But he he had the right to. But he had the right to. And that's when we're talking about, when we're talking about a trial, that's what is in question. Rewrite the law if you don't like it. What, um, what what rights did he have? What rights was he within? And what laws did he break, right? So that's yeah. like it. I, I, I think it's important to know as well is that like Rosenbaum was really the one there looking for a fight. I mean, he was yelling the N-word. This is a white dude. Yelling the N-word at a BLM thing saying, shoot me N-word, shoot me N-word. You know, you're not going to shoot me, you N-word. What are you going to do with that gun? Um, he, they staged that attack. They staged the fire that didn't really exist. And Rittenhouse went to go be a hero. And, and on the way, he stopped to help a girl with a sprained ankle or right. pepper spray in her face. Right. And then he still went. And then he got, you know, of course, ambushed by Rosenbaum. But, I mean, Rosenbaum had five – I don't know if you know this or not, but he had five felonies. He's serving a lifetime uh, probation. Uh, he, he'll be on probation for his whole life. Well, he's dead now. But So for, he was on probation for his whole life. He was on probation. For life. Yeah, for one, uh, having anal sex with someone under the age of 15, a boy – for touching the penis uh, and masturbating in front of an 11 year old um, for showing porn to another 11 year old for getting a, or getting a blow job from a 15 year old boy. And then there was a fifth victim. And I, I think it was a, he masturbated in front of a, uh, another boy that was under the age of 15 all at the same time. Rosenbaum was 26 years old. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Rosenbaum's even on the streets yeah, so after you, fucking having five yeah. different you boys, want talk, you want to talk about the justice system being fucked up. Yeah. And I <laughs> think they were right? yeah. in jail. And he was and like, now you got mentally, this dickhead. Yeah. You got this dickhead pushing around fucking flaming barrels of fire into mm-hmm. police cars that have suspects arrested in the back. Now, I, I always say this is like, why does anybody give a fuck about that? Like, they're like, so when the prosecutor goes, and I one, I hated the tone that the prosecutor used while talking to the jury. And I think that's probably going to hurt them because it's very yeah. condescending, mm-hmm. making them look like they're retards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's like, oh, so let's, and this is his tone was, no, what, what did? What did Rosenbaum do? Come on. He lit a, a, a trash can on fire. He lit, he lit a trash. So we're just killing people for lighting a trash can on fire. One, he didn't just light a fucking trash can on fire. He lit a dumpster fire, which is what my life is all about. But then yeah. he pushed that fucking dumpster fire into a cop car that had somebody who was arrested sitting in the back seat. Now, imagine if that hero, which I believe was at Rittenhouse that, that put the fire out. That's kind of what started the whole thing. With the fire extinguisher? So one of his guys did it. Yeah. It was him. Yeah. One of them. It was in his but group because it was in front of the yeah. car source. Yeah. Right. So if he wouldn't have put that fire out, you have a dude handcuffed in the back of a cop car now looking at this dumpster that's burning. I mean, it's such a great burn metaphor, right? Because it was all just such a shit show. Oh, such a fucking dumpster fire. Such so, a dumpster fire. It was really such a great metaphor. Yeah. Whether, whether it's a guilty or not guilty one, I think it'll be a mistrial. Um, if he's oh, okay. found guilty, 
Um, I think the judge has already alluded and kind of given hints that it's going to be okay. a mistrial if he's guilty. Um, and that was on Monday when the, or on Friday when the judge was yelling at the prosecution for bringing shit up in front of the jury that he was already told not to. Mm-hmm. And then the judge goes, and that's going to, they're going, well, I'll just stop there. Uh-huh. And that's what the judge says. That's just, just saying like, and there's going to be a mistrial because of that. But because of that. So good so job. Even if he is guilty, the prosecution's terrible. So right. I have a theory on this because this happens a lot prosecution mm-hmm. being shitty and you have experience mm-hmm. with this on the police side of things like being you know having stuff you dealt with go to trial and all that stuff um i i think a lot of times the reason the prosecution is so shitty and for what it's worth my dad was a prosecutor among other things he wasn't like solely a prosecutor but he did mm-hmm. for st louis county mm-hmm. i think a lot of times that like they're just out of practice because they don't go to trials that much. They plead out a lot. Like they, they don't, they don't deal with difficult trials very often as opposed to defense, defense. attorneys. Yeah. 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 And that, that's that makes sense. like plea deals and pleading things away mm-hmm. and dismissing charges has always been just they so try confusing not to, to go to trial yeah. a lot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Even when people really, really do. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing is like, sometimes they'll go to trial the reason why they go to trial on like, and you have all these friends that are like, man, I freaking got this bullshit charge and they found me guilty is because it was a bullshit charge and it was so easy to try that yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, we'll just get our quota in and we'll try this one because it's bullshit. Sure. This kid's not, it's not going to really affect his life. But then you have somebody that lights a house on fire with another human being on it that dies. And then they only do two years mm-hmm. for damage to property. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, yeah. the, the court system is really bad. And yeah. really, is that the question but, that you were wanting to ask? Yeah. 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 Before I like, think the prosecution in this case, I think the prosecution in this case probably is so used to uh, going after bad guys. And now he's actually representing a bad guy and he right. got stuck with it. And right. I think he's like, fuck dude. Yeah. This- Cause they're, most of their cases are layups or they plea out. Yeah. Right. Like it's, I not, think he's just, yeah, they, they don't deal with difficult cases very often. Mm-hmm. I think defense attorneys deal with it a lot more, especially when you get a high profile one in a case like this, like it's really sure. not. And I think a lot of times, especially they seek Ken- them out. Yeah. And it's, this is Kenosha too, yeah. right? This isn't even a major city. They ain't play nobody, pal. They ain't play nobody. Pal. <laughs> it's, it's fuck. I, I, I really don't think it's a level playing field in quality of attorney. A lot of times. Right. Sure. That, right. that makes sense. I, I think the jury, um, I, I, man, I would hate to go, before a jury on this trial this it would scare the hell out of me because you never know like what they're feeling and and we've seen like some of the jokes that have been made on the jury but Mm -hmm. i don't know i think his condescending tone me listening to it and then even letting my wife like kind of hear it she was the first person to say like why does that guy gotta talk to these jurors like they're in kindergarten i said you know what i've been thinking that for like the last hour it's a tactic for sure right so it could go a couple bad tactic for sure but it could go a couple different ways of like if you do make them feel dumb then they're like oh well do uh, i know do you know what i mean i also get the vibe from the prosecutor that i don't think he like there's also a chance to me that i don't know that he knows like he might think he can't win and he's trying to just win for Twitter and for the oh, and for the win, news, win like win the public, win in the public, yeah. in the public, make eye. all the points that the, uh, make all the points that CNN point, wants probably. him to make and Twitter wants him to make, and then he can just be like, so, uh, yeah, see? and even if they like object it yeah. or strike it's not it, not my fault. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They were rooting for Kyle. Like right. he's not doing. It, yeah. He's either not doing his job because he's bad at it, or he's not doing his job. It's like uh, I forgot what it's called, but 
people like purposely kind of self-sabotage when they know they can't win. It's like a common they've human trait. Yeah. They've picked a side. Yeah. Yeah. And so they want to make sure that they are making that side happy, right? And not so much focused right. on winning. He can go home and feel okay because the public will be they're like... They're not going to come after him. Yeah, they're not going to be mad yeah, at him, yeah, yeah. even though he's doing a dog shit job. Yeah, they should definitely go after him. <laughs> they should. For sure. They're Oh, believe I, I, me, sir, they will be going after you, but... I think it's just like... I can't what, like if you're looking at this case to me it's so crazy that this guy looks so much like Littlefinger and then he talks like Littlefinger from Game of Thrones like <sighs> we are definitely in a sim world because tell me that guy does not look like Littlefinger he looks like uh cheap Midwestern Littlefinger yeah, yeah. like if Littlefinger was cast as a Wisconsinite yeah I probably wouldn't <sighs> have done the goatee if I were him yeah it, 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 the, yeah again like the trial is really, really interesting, and it, and it has been more entertaining to follow than probably any other um, case, like the one that's going down into Georgia right now that I, I've been listening to as well, which is the three white dudes that killed the black guy that was allegedly jogging. I think those guys are going to go to jail for a long time. But this trial, the Rittenhouse trial, has been so entertaining, and the judge has done a phenomenal job I keeping love the decorum in that courtroom and keeping it light and like you said, entertaining. Yeah. And, uh, it, 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 you know, it's not like he's like a referee where he wants it to be all about him. You know, like some of these judges yes. speak up or they'll say something like, look at me. No, this guy is kind of like what slowing it down. Last one. I think it was a girl. I fucking can't remember, but it was this lady that was trying so hard to get her own show. Right. Like she wanted <laughs> to be, it was a bigger case. I forget what it was. But she wanted, this judge wanted really bad to be, like, the next Judge Judy. And you could tell. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, God, this, 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 yeah. this case, though, there's like was just, like, naturally, organically entertaining from the start when the judge is like, no, we're not going to call these guys victims because that's unfair. And then they were like, well, then you can't call them rioters and looters. He's like, oh, no, you can as long as they prove that they were writing and looting. So the first thing the defense yeah. does is prove that they're writers and looters and can say that they're writers and looters Instead the entire time, victims. but they can't call them victims. But yeah. Because the, he wouldn't allow the prosecution to call them. He, he wouldn't allow them. He wouldn't allow the prosecution to call yes. them victims. So the prosecution had to be like, well, the guys that he killed or he had. To, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. And oh, you that killed. really I thought that was kind of a weird call, by the way, victim, like by the strict definition of it doesn't mean like harmed maliciously or in a crime or whatever like right but it, you have it, to think about words where the how the jury's gonna yeah. interpret it i get that but that was kind of i, I thought i mean semantics matter in court but i thought that because if it's a self-defense trial then 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 rittenhouse is the victim sure so they wanted it to i get what they were trying to yeah. do yeah that was i mean i think it's but fair. they were still able to be which the prosecutor would do so the guy that you shot when you shot and killed right so like he still right. was doing that that you just yeah. couldn't Say Use victim. the word victim. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that trolled, I mean, like CNN came out with that really quick. People started right. tweeting about it really quick. And I mean, that was like day one of this trial. So, I mean, even from the first day, which is normally like super boring and super bad, it was already kind of exciting from there. And then of course you get into Thursday and Friday where the judge stops everything and is like, dude, what are you doing? Like <laughs> you're borderline about to be held in contempt. Right. I told you not to say that to a jury. You said it anyway. Now you got to, and I've never seen a prosecutor argue with a judge like that in my life. And the fact that the judge allowed it, like, I, I guess, cause it's so high, high profile, the judge just kind of allowed that. If this was not that high of a profile case, that judge never would have let that argument through. He'd been right. like, no, 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 you can approach the bench and we can talk about this in my 
office. Right. But to have his kind of power like undermined in front of a whole courtroom mm-hmm. by a prosecutor, I wonder if he didn't allow that to happen to kind of show the jury like how bad the prosecutor is at that point. Yeah, I don't know how you feel about it, but I not that the judge has a side, but like, right. do you think the jury was getting pissed off? Like, God damn, do we have to get up again? Yeah. Fuck. Probably. Oh man, yeah. When um, I I've I had an, an attorney get held in contempt of court, and I think it was probably after like the eighth or ninth time that they had to get the jury out, and the jury was just like, I mean, verbally, like expressively, just like. Yeah. <laughs> and the judge was like, yo, that's it, dude. Uh, yeah. Trial's over, mistrial. Yeah. You're going to get a fine. You know, we're going to, this is, this is nonsense. I've told you so many times to knock it off. And I think that's what the prosecutors or defense lawyers have to do when they know they're losing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's a money thing or, or what, but maybe they just want a mistrial to kind of save, save it for another time. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know the. Yeah, and get other things submitted that they could. I'm sure they were pissed about some things that they couldn't either submit or say or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And so you go, okay, cool, get it on. Although, I don't know why. And I kind of think it's unfair that the jury has to go away for that because, like, I feel like so the damage has been done. The prosecutor said what he got to say, Mm -hmm. and they heard what he said, and now they have to leave while the judge tells them that they shouldn't have heard what they heard, and then they get to come back only knowing what they heard, and then they're just said. Hey, erase that from your brains. <laughs> like, I think it's it would have been a, better for them to see the argument. That is always a tactic, right? Like, I it always, is. like, if I say something and then I'm like, strike that from the record. Like, you've already heard it. <laughs> yeah, But then I get to done. say, like, don't listen to that. Um, what about Sudoku lady, right? <laughs> Sudoku. Uh, and then there was someone else. There was a cup. Oh, gosh, there was, like, three jurors that got dismissed yeah, right a couple a couple bad jokes in there bad jokes uh, the sudoku lady was my favorite because she was just like Meh. do you know what yeah, I, mean? But I mean it's so long and it's so my god i've been listening to it it's like i would be playing something on my you know what i mean yeah yeah why not drawing like, sudoku whatever still and, listening and, and i think it's like i think in her and i you know i, I think a lot of these juror jurors after some of these witnesses got up there how can they not have already made up their mind like, I, how could they not have already been just like, sure. uh, you know what? I've already made up my mind. Fuck this. Like, sure. Those witnesses were so fucking bad. Mm. And that's your worst nightmare. Like as a police officer, as a, a lawyer, having, you, you know, you're not allowed to coach them, but obviously you do. Mm-hmm. Right. You like tell them it's kind of like what we do before podcasting. It's like you want it to be natural. So you're just kind of giving like, basically, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. Sure, kind of sure. saying like, hint, hint, hint. Do a yeah. little research. Sure. Um, so you don't come out there looking like a dumbass. Right. And then you get them up there and they're, they're complete shit. You know, in this case, this is one of those cases where it's like, they're complete shit. Yeah. Every one of them. Yeah. Um, so your prediction is what? By three, maybe three o'clock today, guilty uh, mistrial or not guilty? I think, it, I, so I'm not a better. This is why I don't bet. I'm not Ross Patterson. I don't, I'm not Boston Joe. I don't have the balls to go out sure, and but say, to say like, something with confidence. Then if, you're, if you're right, then we can make a whole clip reel about it. But like, let's not get on mybookie.com right now and, no, and take no. this bet. But if it's me. You now, my bookie gets into some real fucking crazy <laughs> stuff, but I'm actually not sure if they're in the Almost, written house game. I bet they are. Let me check. Are you serious? Well, okay, dude, have listen, the fucking dog, the bounty hunter line. 
Oh, shit. oh, nice. They had uh, it if he was going to find oh, with laundry. laundry. That's right. Okay, well, yeah, look. I put a movie poster up this week on Facebook, and it just said, like, you know, hey, we just did the Rittenhouse Breakdown. Go check it out on fairstop.com. Yeah. And I had a movie poster of, like, a Charles Bronson film, but the head of Charles Bronson was missing, and it was Kyle Rittenhouse. Of course, he had a machine gun in his hand. Facebook gave me a three-day ban and a 30-day ad ban oh. um, for posting just that picture of, you know, it's Which, hard. Yeah. You can't really crazy. get into even the trial without having them tell you this is going to yeah, be offensive. Uh, this is, you know, whatever. But, yeah. Um, so I can't imagine, uh, I can't imagine my bookie doing something like that, especially when Facebook is going to do, you do have some odds on not Rittenhouse, but whether or not, uh, I believe I just saw whether or not Biden will deploy the National Guard. Will deploy well, National Guard. They've already not, deployed. Not, not for that. It's for, uh, to reduce oh. uh, shipping backlog. Deploy National Guard trucks. Oh, okay. Because oh. they're already, I'm sure if they're not, <laughs> yeah, if they've been living in the world, they've got. Uh, all of that set up already, right, Tansy? I love how they're like keeping that whole trucker thing like under wraps, and, like they're not putting it on the news at all. But there's like a fuck ton of truckers on strike right now. Yeah, because that whole thing sucks. Yeah, and um, yeah. you know it's starting to affect me, and so you know. Yeah, right. Now I mean, I'm getting like, mad. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no Rittenhouse line. No Rittenhouse line. Well, okay, my yeah. bookie. You, I will say good for you. Then. Yeah, they have a lot of other. Uh, Lines, including um, will the national uh, average price of bacon uh, go over eight dollars by the end of the year? Yes. Uh, e- even, oh yeah. Minus one twenty either way. Yes or no? So yeah, they got Woof. some interesting interesting uh, situation there. <laughs> I uh, yeah. yeah. I I little, the trucking thing kind of saved my ass yesterday because I got a smoker, but they couldn't get like rid of all these like pre made put together grills at Lowe's Mm -hmm. and they need to get them. They need to get rid of them before the, uh, before the next spring shipment comes in or whatever is happening. I don't know. The guy told me that it was all had to do with the trucking thing. And so he's like, we really need these floor models gone. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, but I didn't come here to buy that expensive a grill. And the guy was like, what did you come here to sit? To spend, yeah. I was like two fifty. He's like, I'll give it to you for two seventy, and the tag said four forty nine or something, four fifty. Tansy, uh, so freaking got a two hundred and fifty dollar grill. Nice. Like, I was like, is this a start... car dealership? Did Lowe's become a car dealership? No, I just think we need to start hanging out with you. I mean, you just like accidentally go to orgies. You go into yeah. Lowe's. Like, I've never gotten a discount on anything at fucking Lowe's. Haggling. I've never even got good customer service until. Thank now. you. I, I love Lowe's. that you even had someone helping you. That's so I got I'm my saying. grill, went straight to Food Line, where I got my guy. Uh, I got all the, the best, best meat. <laughs> I got the best meat, and uh, I smoked some cream cheese, some wings, and some potatoes. All the best meats. I don't know what our equivalent is out here. Do you guys uh, don't have Food Line out there? We have, uh, we have HEB, we have Randall's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Randall's. Not for long. Not for long. So okay, like so food... of, I've never seen a grocery store have a going out of business sale, but. Randall's but for years. Before. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so food <laughs> line, I'm not sure how to really explain it. But I mean, what do we we call it? The shitty kitty. It's yeah. sort of like the lower end mm-hmm. stuff. They still have all the same things. Yeah. It's just not. Do we. What is that here? I don't I don't think it's lower end, by the way. I think. Uh, Tansy. I mean, it says premium. Sweetheart. Premium food line brand. Yeah, it's the lower. It's the first of all. Piggly Wiggly is far below food line. Is that here? Really? No, that's no, North no. Carolina. But like, no way. Piggly Wiggly is a grocery store. Piggly Wiggly is this institution. Right here, the shitty grocery store would be yeah, like Randall's. Randall's. Okay, Randall's. I've no, never no, no, been, no. but which Randall's sounds like a mini well, mart outside of a trailer park? Grocery store be your worst. No, it, how's it? It's what? Randall's. 
I, you, mm. Oh, actually, probably gross. people in here know. There's H-E-B bad, is awesome. There are some bad H-E-Bs, though. Like, you can really miss the, No, that's H-E-B. the thing is, like, that I want to tell people is, like, everyone in here in Austin hypes up H-E-B, but I feel like that's the worst grocery store in Austin. That's not true. You go to the bad H-E-B's. There's yeah, so many good H-E-B's. what are you talking H-E-B's. about? Yeah, Central Market is different than H-E-B. No, there's really good H-E-B's, like, south. Tansy, H-E-B is, like, yeah. a cross between right. Harris, Teeter, and Whole Foods. You need no. to go to the, oh, you need, go to the H-E-B Yes, it is. House Sounds like a fucking C. nightmare. Yeah, not, Circle C H-E-B. Unless you want to go see a bunch of girls Central wearing yoga pants. branded H-E-B's, I will give it to them. They have no. fresh produce. Different, they have, like, store. whole cuts of meat. They different have cheeses store. from different countries this that I love. This is such a dorky fight this we're having. This is so dumb. This is, like, the nerdiest fight I've ever had. But go ahead. Go ahead. This tells you where Giorgio lives. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you don't like H-E-B's, you live in the ghetto. No, I live in Austin proper, unlike everyone else in this office. I know, and I have a huge H-E-B with, like, an amazing deli. There's a lady there making homemade tortillas right in front of me. And you also have mm. traffic. There used to be, uh, the, yeah, the H-E-B here. on Congress used to be 24 hours until someone got stabbed. And, and they had to shut it down. They're like, all right, we're closing at 11. That's very Food Lion. Right? Uh, no, it's not. Actually, I was there the other day, and somebody OD'd in the parking lot. That was kind of entertaining. So I'm, like, getting some firewood so outside, Tansy... looking at the new Christmas trees. Dude's dying. Yeah. Dope. Tansy is Only very comfortable in – Um, how do I say it? You're very comfortable in, get, in ghetto-type situations. Yeah, well, everybody's a little bit more friendly there. True. You know what I mean? Let me explain. You're going to get – yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say, that's where you get all the deals, man. Like you know what you know who didn't run out of toilet paper? The Walgreens in any and all of the ghetto. Like all of Southeast Raleigh, every Walgreens, every CVS, they all had uh, toilet paper with no signs. Because they were just woman, like they were cool with everybody yeah, and they I, just made sure that when I'm in Atlanta, I exclusively go to Murder Kroger. Murder Kroger. <laughs> so because this, Yeah, yeah, go ahead and expand <laughs> on that too. I mean, yeah, like what is a murder what's Kroger? What's the reason? Because they're always stocked up. No one ever goes oh. to the Murder Kroger. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I asked. I said, like, can I get toilet paper here? And she was like, yeah. And I said, you guys don't have any signs on, like, how Andy much you can take. does the voice, too. Yeah, and she's like, boy. <laughs> she, goes, uh, she goes, what you talking about? And I said, well, y'all, there's not even a sign. I could just grab all the toilet paper if I wanted to. And she goes, oh, shoot, son. Ain't nobody around here give a shit about running out of toilet paper. We all got bed bugs to deal with around here. And I was like, oh, fair enough. Tansy. I'll have two packs of toilet paper then. Thank you. We he's just been got doing, Yeah. He's been doing that voice from the beginning, though. He really has set his brand. I'm not allowed to do that? From, like, his very first show. Mm. You know what I mean? Tansy. That was a that was a white Southern woman in Southeast Raleigh, that voice. Um, sure it was. Okay. So okay. here's what a food line is. In high school, my job was to buy alcohol for people because I had that military ID that was over 21. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, stolen yep. Valor. Stolen Valor. Stolen Valor. Stolen High <laughs> yep. school, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was then not allowed to buy alcohol at this one food line because a teammate of mine's father was working there. He was not the manager. He was not the cashier. He was mopping the floor. And no disrespect to anyone who mops floors. Sure. But the father of a teammate of mine was doing that, and he stopped me from buying alcohol that day. Oh, because you uh, knew somebody. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So that's your memory. That's your imprint and I of feel the like that shitty en- kitty. Yeah, that encompasses the shitty kitty. Okay. Like you're going to, you're gonna, yeah. Look. I got fired uh, from the shitty kitty. It was my first job. I was 14, um, and my, uh, my mom dro- would drop me off there after school, and I would work there a little bit. And uh, they used to throw away all the dented and damaged ice creams and stuff, and I'm a huge ice cream guy. It's like my one downfall in life. 
And so on my 10 minute breaks or whatever, I would go into that freezer and crack open the dented ice creams and just sure. eat it. Cause they're all going to throw it away at the end of the week. They just wait on this truck to come get 14. it. 14, by the way, you were allowed to work then? Yes. Yeah. You could get, yeah. I think you could get, I think you could technically work, work at 13. Yeah. I did the same I thing know. when I was 14. Uh, I would push carts at a uh, Drexel line grocery store. Uh, okay. yeah. I had a yeah. job when I was 14. Yeah. So I, uh, and, and they were doing like a regional inspection thing and they walked into the freezer and I was just sitting there with a thing of ice cream and a spoon. And they were like, what are you doing? I was like, they're going to throw this shit away. Anyway, it's my 10 minute break. Just getting a little cookies and cream. Fancy. Again, we could so fired. We could talk shit fired. with you all day. We love you. So right, let me much. do my uh, let me do my guilty or not guilty. Yeah, so go. I do need a prediction before we go. Okay. But what do you think? This, this is going to my... be the clip if you're right. So do it. I think I think the I think it comes out today. Okay, uh, around which is sooner three. than everybody thinks. Okay. I think it's probably around. Well, yeah, maybe three. Three. I mean, we don't three, have anything five. yet. Yeah, they're going to wait till the last minute. I don't think they go more than one day on this. I think they find him not guilty. Okay. And uh, and then the shit show starts tonight. Well, it's not really a guilty or not guilty. That's the question. It's more not guilty or mistrial, right? No, I well, think it's, a, it's I think they possible. give him not guilty. I think they I think they say it's self-defense. It's and possible all to the charges. be not guilty. I yeah. mean, do we think that's going to happen? I guess Yeah, I think Bob he gets a doesn't. complete I think he's going to get a complete not guilty today. Really? I think not I, I think, think not guilty so. is more likely than a mistrial. Really? I wouldn't bet on it, but even if and if they do get guilty, it'll be a mistrial. Okay. But they'll oh, file yeah, for a mistrial. They'll file like, the paperwork. Yeah, exactly. But I think they've already filed the paperwork for a mistrial. I think I heard that yesterday that they've already put it into motion. He wanted to make sure it was on the record yesterday morning that they did file paperwork already in regards to mistrial. So mm, uh, now that's interesting though, that does the jury know that? Uh, I think this was all before. This is like when they were going over jury instructions before, like what they were going to instruct the jury Okay. because the judge came in and was like, basically for fuck three hours yesterday was like, this is what I'm going to instruct them. Is this okay? Is this okay? okay? And they just kind of did all the housekeeping stuff. And then now he's like, Hey judge. And also I'd like you to know that we did file this paperwork. I'm sure the courts haven't read it yet. However, it is filed and there is a motion for mistrial on whatever basis he says. And the judge was like, Oh yep. Um, okay. Well I'll take a look at that too. And then we'll add that into, you know, and he's like, well, I just, he's like, you don't need to do it today. I just wanted it to be on the record that we did file mm -hmm. it. And he was like, yeah, we got it. We got you. So, all right, I don't guys. know what that means. I'm not a lawyer, but we'll, well see. Well, stay tuned. Um, we got Tansy saying it's a full-on out-and-out not guilty. Um, I'm leaning more mistrial just because, Lord, the world is watching. But mm. um, it, would be, it would be nice to have it buttoned up. But again, yeah. sim world, not sure. Not sure how it's going to go. Um, but thank you guys for listening to our uh, our Kyle Rittenhouse trial for dummies. I'm the dummy. Uh, Tansy is uh, breaking it down for us. He just has a little bit more experience. Um, <laughs> Still a dummy. It should have been the Kyle Rittenhouse trial with dummies. With dummies, right? That's what it should have been. I know, but then it would be like, who are, they who are the dummies? Who are they talking about? <laughs> who are they true. calling dummies? We really have to be careful, right? We do. It's a very polarizing situation. We're not saying we're on either side. We're just sort of breaking down what has happened from the very beginning, misinformation to now to whatever. So it's just the same we'll craziness see. that's going on in the world, but... Love you, buddy. Thank you so much for coming on. You Thank made you. it a great show. I mean, a lot Thank of people we'll be... were watching for you, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. We'll be live tonight um, okay. on Failure to Stop Night Shift. Uh, call-in show tonight. So we'll be there Sweet. with the Mint Mobile call-in phone. So 
Give us a call tonight if you have any questions. It's always a fun show on IHF Tuesday night. Love that. I'd be fun if there was a if there was a verdict, huh? Uh, it'll be extra fun. It'll be uh, extra we, fun. We, we purposely didn't come up with like a title of the show tonight just because we were just like, because well, of that. well, if this is going to happen, it's probably what people are going to want to talk about. Smart, so. smart. Love you guys. Um, we will see you Thursday for our last show before the break. Um, have a good evening. Go to iTunes, rate and review and hit the light button. Oh, and there's a lot of drinking bros coming up today, right? You guys are doing back basketball show. College basketball next on sports and then drink bros at two-ish. Okay, so stay here. Don't change that dial. And good afternoon. Bye.